right. <laughs> that uh, tune is always so so inspirational. Uh, welcome to another hour of the C. Robert Jones Situation Report with me, your host, Dr. C. Robert Jones. You know, I always, um, I don't know, no matter how often I play the Rocky theme by uh, Bill Conti, I can't, I, it's just such an inspirational tune. However... I am probably, I would guess, one of the few people who has ever seen Sylvester Stallone's first, first film. His very first film. Yeah. Uh, it involved him, he, is it he or him? He, he, him, him, buck-ass naked with, uh, Black Chick, in a porn film. Uh, I rented it. Uh, from, <laughs> I rented it, man, back in the 80s. I rented it from a, from a video store, back when video stores used to be, like, uh, independent. I, I'll never forget it. I'm starting to break out into a sweat. <laughs> I'm honestly, honestly, I'm breaking out into a sweat, uh, visualizing uh, somewhat skinny Sylvester Stallone in a porn film, that was his first movie. Yeah, look it up. But uh, hey, <clears throat> uh, yeah. Well, well, folks. Um, tonight's the night. Tonight is the night when we should expect a knockout blow. Now, Barack Hussein Obama, who is touted to be the smartest man in the room, lobbied for and won this debate topic as being the last debate this topic being the last debate foreign affairs because Obama believed that this was his strong suit this was his ace in the hole his his whole card if you will given the fact that he personally killed bin Laden and that he set al-Qaeda on the run all by himself and that you know, everybody loves us now. We're all good now. No more the Bush years where everybody hated us and we're all the ugly Americans and, you know, we raped and pillaged and plundered. Now we're in a new era of Barack Hussein Obama and uh, he's bowing so deep that his head almost touches the scrotum of the, uh, of the opposing uh, potentate or dictator. But right now... You know, he believed uh, that this would be the, his ace in the hole, that he would he would end on a strong note the debate talking about how we're safer now than we've ever been and that he killed bin Laden and that al-Qaeda's on the run. Obviously, the only – well, absolutely none of that's true. He didn't personally kill bin Laden. My dog, Nick, my Rottweiler, could have made that call himself. There was no hard decision to make. There was no uh, uh, sleepless night. Should I? Well, should I go ahead and... I know where the guy is. Should I go ahead and send in the greatest fighting men the world has ever known, the Navy SEALs? Ob obviously, second only to the United States Marines. Should I go ahead and send those guys in? Or or, or, or maybe not. Some of them might get killed. They, they might they might they might step on a nail and get get you know tet tetanus or 
You know, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You know, I just don't know. Michelle? Teleprompter? What should I do? I mean, how hard could it be? How hard could it be to make that call? He deserves no great credit for making that call. And besides that, it's not as if he strapped up and went in guns blazing all himself. All 110 pounds of him and the other 10 pounds being his ears alone. Come on. That's not how it works. So tonight, Mitt Romney has a chance to put this election away once and for all. Does anyone disagree? The call in number is 347-884-8500. Tonight is the night. I mean, I in the last debate, the title of my show was Knockout Blow. No, there was no knockout. There was a stalemate. The fight was pretty much a draw. But tonight should be easy pickings. Easy pickings, folks. I could win this debate against Barack Hussein Obama. I've got more foreign uh, foreign affairs experience than he does. <laughs> Come on. How hard can it be? It should be easy. Today's date, October 22nd already, 2012. Old Town Alexandria is where I am. United States of America, planet Earth. Third planet from the sun. I hope nobody remembers the fact that, that I indicated that um, that uh, Sylvester Stallone's first movie was a porn movie, and I saw it. I actually saw it. Yeah, it wasn't pretty, folks. I'm telling you right now. I'm, 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 I'm no. Anyway, we'll be right back. You're listening to the C. Robert Jones Situation Report.
Folks, to the C. Robert Jones Situation Report. This week, MSNBC uh, <clears throat> host Chris Matthews made the following statement. And I quote I think he made this statement clearly out of frustration as he watched President Obama wilt under the scrutiny of the second presidential debates, where he was challenged repeatedly by Republican Mitt Romney. Now, this is from an article in. Um, uh, Fox uh, Fox News. So I was just reading that. And I quote, I don't think he understands the Constitution of the United States. He's the President of the United States. You don't say you'll get your chance. End quote. How do you, I mean, what? what, what? Is Obama now the, uh, well, I know they believe he's some sort of deity. But how do you say – I mean, how, how – what does the Constitution say about how one addresses a president or how one speaks to a president? Now, the article goes on to read that Chris Matthews was angry with Romney challenging the president on his record during the course of an election to unseat him. Chris Matthews, my friends, has lost all semblance of credibility and intellect. Imagine that. Matthews should be angry about the president's poor performance, not with Romney's tenaciousness in seeking the truth. But here's the truth, that Matthews hasn't seemed to learn. The respect you give is the respect you get. If the president wants respect, then he better stop acting like a potentate and more like a president of the United States. Romney gave the president the respect he deserved at the debates and during the course of the election. And, and quite frankly, I'm sort of fed up with this whole idea that because he's the president, he's owed some sort of due deference. He's a, he's he's is he not our employee? I frankly don't. I mean, 
I, it doesn't matter to me whether you're George Bush, Ronald Reagan, or, or, or President Lincoln. You deserve a measure of respect because you're a man. And as a result of the respect that you give, not because you hold a title. I mean, I was a Marine, enlisted man, a Marine officer for many years. And, you know, I encountered quite a few Marine enlisted men and officers who did not have the respect of their men. None. Not not because you know, it wasn't it wasn't due to their title or their rank that they held it was how they treated the men and the respect they gave to the men that endeared the men to their officers the same goes for a president of the united states you know i can write some pretty crazy things in twitter and in in on, on the facebook page and on my personal website universalmedia1.com and I get a lot of feedback from from some folks, mostly black folks, who say, you have to respect the president of the United States. You, you have to respect the office. You don't talk about the president of the United States like that. And uh, that sort of talk baffles me because I think I'll talk to him however I wish. He's a man just like me. He puts his pants on one leg at a time, I would assume. The only man I knew the only man I've ever heard of who didn't put his pants on one leg at a time, his trousers, was Frank Sinatra. Frank Sinatra actually had his valet hold his trousers up while Frank stood on a chair and pretty much jumped into him. Because Frank believed that to put his trousers on any other way would mess up the creases. So the Frank Sinatra was the only man I ever heard of who did not actually put his trousers on one leg at a time. However, I suspect that the President of the United States does so. So given that he is a mere mortal and not Frank Sinatra, I give the President the respect he deserves. I do not respect the office of the presidency, the majesty of it, none of that crap. I respect the man. M-A-N. So, this whole idea that that Chris Matthews believes that there's somehow there's something in the Constitution that suggests that you're supposed to kiss Obama's ass, or any other president for that matter, makes no sense to me. Chris Matthews, why does that guy still have a job? I, I can't imagine dude still has a job. Some people just get jobs and they work, and uh, you wonder, what is the purpose of this person's employment? Chris Matthews have, has come close many times to, in, from, from what I could tell, suffering a massive stroke or a heart attack. It, I, I just don't get it. Huh. So, we've got a debate coming up shortly. Chris Matthews is going to go nuts. Obama's about to get his ass handed to him. And if Mitt Romney's unable to issue a knockout blow with what seems pretty much like a layup, I don't know. 
I'm starting to think that uh, yeah, I'll start to think that Mitt's not uh, you know he's not able to to deliver the kill shot. He just doesn't have it. Freedom Wings is in the house. Dana's here. Swing easy. Steven Vandergast. Casanova Frankenstein. Alexander Solo. The whole bunch. Got a whole lot of folks in here. So, who's going to win the debate tonight? Is, will Mitt Romney deliver the killing shot? And did the founding fathers write in the Constitution that the President of the United States should have his ass kissed those are the those are the questions for the night. Those are the questions for the night. Is Obama supposed to have his ass kissed? I mean, now I I had the opportunity of meeting President Reagan and actually shaking his hand while I was working uh in the White House briefly. Like for one night. I was there for one night twice. Uh, the governor's ball. I think I might have mentioned it once or twice. I like to name drop every now and then. And I met the president and shook his hand and talked to him briefly. Or rather, he was talking to me and I was trying to figure out ways not to say something stupid. So, you know, I can understand the awe and majesty of the president, but frankly, when I met President Reagan and I stood next to him, I I wanted to say, Mr. President, I, I really thought you'd be taller. Really. Dude, you look so much taller in uh, you know on, on TV. <laughs> you know? But you're still a stud. I wanted to say that, but I uh, but I didn't. You know, but that wasn't because he's the president of the United States. That's because I didn't want to embarrass the guy. So you know, I I did well, yeah, I mean I didn't want him to say well I thought he you know, I didn't want him to say something, you know, crazy. But anyway, so but did the founding fathers specifically suggest as uh Chris Matthews suggests say it states that uh, you know, the president of the United States uh deserves some sort of uh, uh ass kiss. So, on with the topic. Using Obama's own words against him by Ed Lasky. In the American Thinker, Monday night's debate between Mitt Romney and Barack Obama will focus on foreign policy. And yeah, we know that. And Mitt Romney has a golden opportunity to score points against the president by using his own words against him. But will the – no, no I'm, I'm moving away from the text here and, and inserting my own verbiage. Will Mitt Romney be permitted to go on the attack and deliver the kill shot? Or will the moderator jump in and save Obama's ass yet again? Because the moderator has already suggested that he's going to go ahead and throw his hat in the ring too. So not only does Mitt Romney have to contend with a less than formidable Obama, he's got to contend with somebody even more formidable than Obama. And that's the moderator. The moderators seem to be much more up to the up to the challenge of dealing with Mitt Romney than the President of the United States. How is it that two debate moderators have taken up the challenge against Mitt Romney and been much more formidable than the President of the United States? The President really doesn't have to do very much at all. Because the moderator is going to save his ass at every single turn. 
So without fail, Mitt Romney has to be up to the challenge tonight to deliver, deliver the kill blow, the kill shot, and put this election away. He can do it tonight. Honestly, folks, he can do it tonight. The call in number is 347-884-8500. Obama's pretty much done. Stick a fork in him. He's done. What's going what's gonna to be most important, folks, is turnout. It's got to be turnout. You and I, those of us who are part of our, our, our community's political uh, uh, machine, for lack of a better term, we need to get out there. We need to get out there and do what Obama says, get in people's faces. Come on, Gus, go vote. Here, here's 10 bucks. Vote for Romney. No, no, I'm just kidding. But nevertheless, we need to be out there. We need to be out there the day before the election at the very least and making sure folks get out. I have personally delivered Romney Ryan signs all over the neighborhood. And quite frankly, the neighborhood I live in, Sorry about that. I had to sneeze. The neighborhood I live in, folks want to keep their stuff. They want to keep their bread. And they want to keep their jack. They want to keep their, you know, their health care. So, and again, they're, they're getting pretty old around here. Folks are getting up in age, and they don't want to have to be in that long wait line for a hip replacement or something like that. So they want this guy gone. They want Obamacare gone. They want to be able to keep their 401ks. And all of that. So they want dude gone. Back to Chicago or Nairobi or wherever the hell he's from. In Obama's 2006 speech from the Senate floor, he scored political points against George Bush by declaring, quote, increasing American debt weakens us domestically and internationally, end quote. Will Romney use that quote against Barack Hussein Obama? Will it happen? Will it happen? Will Romney deliver the kill shot? Now, as we know, the the uh, needle didn't move very much during debate number two. We were expecting fireworks, and we got pretty much two old men circling each other like buzzards or two old toothless lions trying to score political points. Romney had Obama on the ropes until candy who seems to have chowed down on quite a bit of candy, went in and stepped in and saved Obama's ass. But since becoming president, Obama has increased our debt by $5 trillion and counting. So will Mitt Romney jump on that? The deficit under Obama's policies are projected to total trillions more in the next four years. Are Americans open to that? Are they? Are we caring about it? This provides an opening for Romney by pointing out not just how Obama has weakened America, but by hypocritically how how hypocritically he's been hypocritical he's been. His words and promises are meaningless and not to be trusted, like most politicians. There are few campaign tactics as potent as using an opponent's own words against him. Will Mitt Romney do that? Obama once called such reckless fiscal policies, deficit spending, and debt increases a failure of leadership and that America deserves better. And indeed we do. But will Mitt Romney say that tonight? 
Our foreign creditors have been uh, scathing in their criticism of Obama's own reckless fiscal policies in ways that escape our own media outlets. Vladimir Putin called America a parasite that is living beyond their means and shifting a part of their problems on the world economy. Imagine. We're the ones who drove. America is the country that drove the USSR into bankruptcy. Are the tables about to turn? The Chinese spoke up to say that they had every right to demand demand that Washington safeguard China's dollar assets. China called for America to come to terms with the painful fact that the good old days when it comes to just borrow its way out of messes of its own making are finally gone. Can you imagine Russia and China calling us out? Calling us out. Can you would you ever imagine such a such a thing even under Bill Clinton? Certainly not so under Ronald Reagan. Can you imagine such a thing? The the United States has reestablished the common sense principle that one should live within its means. We're all taught that. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Communists are lecturing America on how to run our affairs. Welcome, folks. Welcome, as the article in the the American Thinker says, or, or reads, welcome to Obama's fundamental transformation of the United States of America. Now, the question is, the question here is, will Mitt Romney Will Mitt Romney come with all the tools in the toolbox and put this election to bed once and for all? Stay tuned, folks. We'll be right back. You're listening to the C. Robert Jones Situation Report with me. You're not Dr. C. Robert Jones. Oh, yeah. It's Monday, October 22nd, 2012, and this is news. Barack Obama and Mitt Romney go head-to-head for the final time tonight in a foreign policy debate in Boca Raton, Florida. The president's team says Obama's ready to prove that his global strategy just needs more time to overcome the ill will generated by George W. Bush and that Romney's plan is nothing but ignorant bluster. Meanwhile, the Romney campaign released a response noting that Boca Raton is a Spanish term that literally means It's Monday, October 22nd, 2012, and this is news. Barack Obama and Mitt Romney go head-to-head for the final time tonight in a foreign policy debate in Boca Raton, Florida. The president's team says Obama's ready to prove that his global strategy just needs more time to overcome the ill will generated by George W. Bush and that Romney's plan is nothing but ignorant bluster. Meanwhile, the Romney campaign released a response noting that 
ratón is a Spanish term that literally means rat mouth. The president is expected to fare well in a realm where he has nearly four years of experience and Romney has none. Obama campaign insiders point out that the president still holds the record among Nobel Peace Prize winners for predator drone launched kills and simultaneous wars. Recognizing that foreign policy discussions can get complicated, arcane to the average viewer, the Romney campaign has reportedly boiled down its foreign policy argument against a second Obama term to just five words, Secretary of State John Kerry. Romney is expected to raise questions tonight about Obama's judgment, leadership, and honesty surrounding the attack on the U.S. consulate in Benghazi that killed four Americans. However, the White House cautioned the Republican to remember that the debate video will go worldwide instantly and he should avoid statements that might spur riots that could endanger U.S. diplomats. Lance Armstrong was stripped of his seven Tour de France titles today by the sports governing body in the wake of a probe by the U.S. Anti-Doping Agency. The record books will show no winner for those seven cycling contests. The international body plans to decide later this year whether to repeal the cancer research funded by Armstrong's charitable foundation. President Obama, who admitted to his own history of drug use in his autobiography, said he thought the penalty might be a little harsh, noting how difficult it can be to even ride a bike after doping. And finally today, it's a big week for three of America's iconic technology companies. Tuesday, Apple releases some new hardware, including the long-rumored mini version of its category-creating iPad. Friday, Microsoft launches a new version of Windows, and Facebook employees gain the right to sell their shares and become overnight millionaires. To mark the occasions, the White House said the president may order the nation's flags flown at half-staff to mourn the poverty of millions of Americans who still struggle to afford their monthly unlimited data plans. With PJ Newsbreak, I'm Scott Ott. Visit PJTV.com three times today for your antidote to the obsolete media. Crack-a-lackin', my peoples, what's crack-a-lackin', my peeps? Welcome, welcome, welcome to another edition of You Guessed It, You Got It, and that's how we do it, live and direct with G-Ski Rocks and the Captain. What's crack-a-lackin'? What's crack-a-lackin'? I'll tell you what's crack-a-lackin'. G-Ski! What's the crack of lacking, baby? What's cracking? Well, as cracking, man, as everybody else. But everybody seems to love your style, brother. What's cracking? Gee, you are the man. You are the man, dude. I tell you what, I love this topic. I love it. I wish I thought of it myself. I'm jealous. I got envy. I got envy right now. What's crack of lacking, Dana? My brother from another mother. How are we, sir? <laughs> What's cracking, sister? What's cracking? What's crackalacking? What do you got to say, ma'am? I just got to say, awesome show. Just totally awesome. That's right, folks. We keep it crackalacking, and we do it for love of country. So make sure that you listen to live and direct with Beastie Rocks and the Captain every Monday and Wednesday evening at 9 p.m. Eastern Time and Saturdays at 4 p.m. Eastern Time www.20-20radio.com Always crack-a-lacking and it's always served with bacon and gravy, baby. Bacon and gravy. Wow. 
think of you every day and night. Welcome back, folks, to the C. Robert June uh, C. Robert Jones Situation Report. Just reading some of the stuff in the chat room. Pretty cool. Uh, oh, flyover territories in the house. I can't believe it. Wow, that guy has a great show. So does uh, uh, Freedom Wings, uh, Diane. Her show is fantastic. And you know what? I have gone. I have, I have, I have, I have, I have taken one of her ideas. You know, I used to watch uh, uh, Diane's show, Freedom Wings uh, show, and uh, she had, uh, I think she she was using uh, one of the uh, one of the websites to broadcast her show, where you could actually see her doing her show. I forget the name of the of the um, of the. I think it was UStream, um, and uh, I have logged on. To, uh, to 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 the that site, and I will start at some point uh, next month broadcasting my show so that you could actually see my face. And I'm actually going to get dressed and actually put some clothes on. Uh, I know that her show is really famous for that. She had like her own uh, Rush Limbaugh style ditto cam. I'm not so sure that Freedom is still doing that because I haven't seen the link for that. Um, 
lately. Uh, Family's in play. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, so yeah, it's 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 really cool. So um, I'm going to start doing that sometime uh, sometime early next not month. So when you log in, you'll be able to click on the link and uh, and then you'll be able to see me uh, as I'm as I'm doing the show. If in fact you want to do that, I mean, who would want to actually do that? But anyway, I'm I'm going to do it anyway just for fun because I'm always I was I mean Rush Limbaugh started doing it with the Ditto Cam many years ago. And uh, you know I'm a big fan of Rush's. I've been I've listened to Rush since uh, what 1998 when he uh, when he started uh, you know uh, simulcasting his show when he started um, broadcasting across the United States. I even followed Rush uh, when he uh, when he was doing his Rush to Rush to Excellence tours, and even when he had his um, his television show on for a season. Do any, does anyone remember that? When he did the television show where he would sit at a desk and he'd have an audience out and or he'd walk around and stand up and do his show live um, while uh, to, to a live audience. I'm not sure many people remember him doing that. And who could forget Rush Limbaugh's Rush Limbaugh uh, um, No Boundaries ties, of which I have quite a few. Uh, the, the No Boundaries Rush Limbaugh ties can now only be found on eBay and such places. Um, they're no longer so. They stopped selling them years ago, but I managed to scoop up quite a few before they stopped sell before they stopped they were they, the, he stopped selling them and then I I would collect as many as I could um on uh, from from eBay. But hey uh, yeah the power ties Rush Limbaugh no boundaries power ties. But he said that he stopped um he stopped selling them because uh, folks were copying them, and uh, you know it was a big mess. And, fi- and in fact, there were quite a few uh, knockoff No Boundaries ties out there. But I have some of Rush Limbaugh's original No Boundaries ties. And hey, and if you love that kind of thing, you can get you can you can get a few on eBay. You know, there might be two or three of them out there that I haven't already scooped up. But hey, let's let's focus here just for a minute. Tonight's debate—that's really what it's all about. Can you imagine? Just just a few more minutes, just a few more minutes, and and Barack Obama should be done. We should be done with this guy. There's no way in hell he can lie his way out of this debate. There's no spin he can spin. He now he now now let's recap. Obama lobbied for, no demanded that foreign affairs. International affairs, foreign affairs, be left for last. Be left for the last debate. Now, the whole world has gone up in flames. At least the Middle East has. The Middle East that he said we would issue, he would issue in a new way of thinking, a new way of being, and you know all that. He would fundamentally transform the United States of America as well as the Middle East. Now the whole place is up in flames. His... Likeness is being burned in effigy. Uh, the, the United States flag is being burned and stomped on. And quite frankly, how do you get your hands on all those damn American flags? If you hate America so much, how are you able to you know, gather up a whole bunch of American flags in which to burn? I, I, I'm actually quite interested to know. Hey, you know, we need some American flags so we can burn them. Could you like send a couple over? Where do they get those damn flags? But okay, but leave that aside. This should be a layup. Tonight should be an easy layup for Mitt Romney. It should be easy. But will it be easy? And will the moderator step in and pull Obama's 
scrawny rump out of the fire. Like like the two previous moderators. We all know for sure that Bob Schaefer is a liberal. We know that he has no love for Mitt Romney or the Republicans or conservatives or any such thing. We know that Schaefer, how do these liberal? how is it that all of these damn liberals got to be moderators for this debate? Not a single individual from Fox News has moderated any of these debates. Am I wrong? How does this happen? I don't know. I don't know. But tonight should tell the story. Obama's last stand, as Fox News, Fox Nation puts it. Will he answer for Benghazi Gate, for the Benghazi Gate cover-up? Will he answer for it? I don't know. Romney is plus four in the ABC Washington Post battleground poll. So, I, I, you know, Sarge. Does anybody know Sarge? He hosts um, Blog Talk Radio Show with uh, with uh, with uh, GGT One Eighty Three every now and then. He's been. Uh, He's been away for a little while. His wife passed away not so long ago, and you know he's been dealing with that situation. But you know, Sarge predicted that Mitt Romney will win in a virtual landslide. Now, I question, I question whether or not that's true. You know whether that was going to happen. But Sarge was confident. What three, four, five months ago, he was confident. And he still is. So, it looks like the Sarge may be right. It's all going to come down to turnout now. It's all going to come down to turnout. And even the Democrats admit, even the Democrats admit that enthusiasm this time around does not match enthusiasm, the, the enthusiasm of 2008. Grand finale, less than 15 minutes from now. So, now, we've got so many choices tonight. We've got the football game, we've got the baseball game, we've got, we've got the debate. I'm going to be watching the debate. I'm going to be Twittering, and I'm going to be tweeting, and I'm going to be Facebooking. I'm going to be throwing up gang signs. I'm going to be doing all kinds of weird stuff. I'm going to be drinking Starbucks triple vente white mochas until 2 a.m. in the morning. I will not sleep. Hell, I don't sleep anyway. I'm going to get even less sleep tonight than I usually do. I'm going to be up all night. It's going to be an all-night party over here. A party of one. Well, if I count the dog that's in the garage... I may let the dog in and let him come hang out with me while we celebrate what should be an easy ass whooping. It should be easy. I wish that Obama girl were in the room tonight, but she's probably holed up, biting her nails, you know, crying in her beer or whatever the hell she's drinking, I happen to know that the only thing Obama girl has in her refrigerator, her refrigerator is Haagen-Dazs ice cream. Now, 
I have been to Obama girl's house many times. The only thing I have noted in her refrigerator was some damn Greek yogurt and a whole lot of Haagen-Dazs ice cream. Those little mini Haagen-Dazs ice cream things. And I'm like, what the hell is that all about? What's up with the ice cream? Do you have any food in here? She's, yeah. Anyway, in just a few more minutes, you know, we, we're missing some folks here. We're missing some folks. But you know what? I understand if they're you're not here tonight, it's because they're very, very nervous. They're very nervous. You know what I'm going to do tonight, folks? After the show is over, of course I'm going to watch the Fox News, but I'm also going to tune into MSNBC and check out the spin over there. The spin from MSNBC of these debates has been hysterical. I laugh and I laugh and I laugh about it. You should too. Go ahead, go ahead if you dare, and listen to the Fox News, uh, uh, the Fox News uh, wrap up, and then tune in just a little bit to MSNBC and listen to Chris Matthews lose what's left of his feeble mind. It is going to be hilarious. It's going to be. Did Did Freedom Wings just mention killed? Because I have, I I was wearing my kilt on the last cruise. I was wearing the black watch kilt on the last cruise. I'm going to post a picture on Facebook of me in my kilt. First thing tomorrow morning. I cannot believe that Freedom threw out the kilt. Because I've been promising to post a picture of me in my full dress black watch and I haven't done so. So look for it tomorrow on Facebook. Full dress. Me. I'm talking the Prince Charlie. Black watch. Me. And no undies, folks. So, you know, go ahead and let your minds wander a little bit when you see me in the killed. Ladies only. Late Ladies only. But... <laughs> Can you tell I'm just trying to kill a few minutes until the, until the debate? I, I really I'm just trying to I'm just trying to kill a few minutes until the debate. We we have just about ten minutes until debate time. I want to wrap things wrap things up a little early so we can get this party started because I know folks are going to start tuning in and you're going to want to see the back slapping and why do they always grab each other's biceps? Look for Obama and Mitt. To do the bicep, uh, 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 the bicep squeeze when when they shake hands. Notice, notice the bicep squeeze. If I'm paid one hundred dollars, I will not post a picture of myself in a kilt. Well, Dana, maybe you don't have the legs. Maybe you don't have the leg, but you know what? When you're wearing the black watch, certainly when you're wearing the Prince Charlie, you're not showing much leg. Only a little bit of an, only a little knee, only only a little knee. Uh, you know, folks, folks think you when you're wearing a you know a, a, a kilt, you're showing a lot of leg, but you're really showing just a you know just your knees. And let me tell you something else about a kilt. You know, unless it's thirty degrees outside. You are going to sweat like a sow in the kilt. 
I was on the last cruise, and I wore my kilt to two of the four formal nights, and I was sweating like a sow. The kilt is heavy, and there's all sorts of layers underneath that kilt, except for the undies, which you're not supposed to wear. If 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 you're wearing a kilt and you're wearing and you're wearing undergarment, you wearing you wearing you wearing some you know some boxers or some briefs, then you're not a real clansman. Not that kind of clansman. You understand where I'm going. You're not. You're not a real. You're you're not a Scotsman or a Welshman or or Wales or you're not. You're none of that. You're just some dude perpetrating in the kilt. Now my family, the Phelps family. And the Jones family, we have the right, we have the lineage to wear the kilt. There was a Scotsman, a Welshman. There was one of those guys in the wood pile somewhere in my background. And that thus allows me to wear the Prince Charlie on formal nights, on cruises, and when I'm feeling really weird and I want to go to the Starbucks down the street, I will dress up in the full Prince Charlie black watch and just stroll down to my local Starbucks on King and Union in Old Town Alexandria and get myself a, a triple venti white chocolate mocha and then just sit down. And boy, I can tell you I get a I get an awful lot of attention from doing that. But hey, just seven minutes to go. Seven minutes to go, and then we're so so. Here we're gonna. Here's what we're gonna do. For the first time in a long time, we're going to uh, yes, a, Scot a Scotsman or two, Dana, a Scotsman or two. We're gonna go ahead and wrap this up a little early. We've got seven minutes to go because you know what the the debate's gonna start at eight fifty five, and not at, not nine p.m. eight fifty five tonight. So, will the questions are, will Mitt Romney go for the juggler, go for the kill? Will he do so? He's got ample ammunition to put this debate away and thus the election tonight. That's the question of the evening. Will he put it away? Tune in to uh, uh, to Flyover Territory's great uh, uh, blog talk show along with Freedom Wings. Hey, and everybody else. Obama girl is in the house, in the his house. We all know that Obama girl is going to be crying after this. Oh no, or maybe she'll put in the spin. She'll have the spin going, saying that hey, it was all good. Obama won that debate. Obama's king of the world. He's the Messiah. Hills hoping Romney will go for this kill shot. Flyover territory writes in the chat room with a great, great blog talk radio show. Oh, GDT 183, later on tonight, his show should be slamming. He's probably going to wrap this whole thing up for us. So tune in to his show. I have dr I have had so much damn uh, 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 espresso that I am going to be awake until 4, 5, 6 in the morning. I'm probably not going to be able to sleep at all. But hey, in just a few seconds... 26 seconds. The debate's about to begin. Bill O'Reilly's on right now. He's about to say sayonara. And we're going to start the debate. Oh, just one more thing. Just one more thing before you guys go. Killing Kennedy. Bill O'Reilly's book, Killing Kennedy. Get yourself a copy. And you know what? 
I highly recommend that you not only get the hardcover, but you also get the audiobook version from iTunes, Killing Kennedy. You have got to get it. Please do. Check it out. Just listen to the listen to the demo that's on iTunes and you'll see why I love the way uh Bill O'Reilly narrates his books. Killing Kennedy, Killing Lincoln. Get yourself some copies, put it out there, get them from iTunes. You're going to love it. Oh, and also Atlas Shrug Part 2, going to go see it again tomorrow. You will dig it just as I do. You've got to go and support that movie. Other than that, it's time to go. It's time to, to get our debate on, and then tomorrow night come back and talk all about the great victory. Until then, you got to help me keep the devil way down in the hole. I want to thank everybody for listening tonight. God bless you. God bless the United States of America. Let's, let's get ready to rumble. Yeah. Good night, folks. God bless you. When you walk through the garden, you got to watch your back. Well, I beg your pardon. Walk the straight and narrow track. If you walk with Jesus, He's gonna save your soul. You gotta keep the devil way down in the hole. He's got the fire and the fury at His command. Well, you don't have to worry.
to a life of courage and a commitment to something greater than themselves. 